everybody. Um, I is check-in Monday. Let me first of all say, um, since last Monday, since we were here and we talked, uh, we've had some things that have happened. And let me send my uh, condolences to the Green family. Pastor Michael Green from Virginia uh, passed away on yesterday, and um, uh, been one of those days of uh, last week. We talked to you about understanding and. Uh, how, you know, when you don't understand things and this was one, I just talked with them last Monday and, uh, maybe a week before that we were on a zoom call together. And so there are some things that, um, happened and no one could have told me that he would not be here, uh, today, but, um, he's not here. And, uh, these things are happening too often. Uh, I think he was dealing with COVID-19, and so we pray for his wife, his son, his family, uh, his church, his uh, district. We pray for his jurisdiction. We pray uh, that God will sustain them and keep them during this time. Um, after hearing that news, getting that call last night, uh, it's just been one of those days. Let me say to you tonight that that's why it's so important for us to love each other while we have each other, check on one another. Let's uh, keep in touch with one another because, you know, you could be talking to someone tonight. You could be here me tonight. I could be gone tomorrow. You could be talking to someone tonight, texting them, and tomorrow get up and you have news that they are no longer with us. And so, by all means, let's, um, let's love each other and let's uh, keep in touch with one another uh, and, and show our love while person's here. Had someone call me this week. And uh, they said, I just called to say, hey, because you said to us last week uh, that uh, don't don't wait until you're gone before we send you anything. You want to hear it now. So I do want to hear about it now. Don't don't wait. I'm gone and be like, well, you know, he was a good guy. No, tell me now uh, so I, I can hear it now and I can and and, and celebrate uh, with what's going on at this time and what's going on now. Let me say to you, very brief, I want you that may be experiencing things or especially experiencing things during this pandemic when you have lost loved ones, when you have lost people that um, you um, love and people that you cherish, and sometimes you lost them, whether they were ill for a length of time or whether it was an accident or whether it was a quick death and you've got to deal with it. I want to say to you that it's all right and it's something you should do and that is give yourself time to grieve and give yourself time to heal. There are a lot of people that will say to you, you know, and try to rush you through the process of grieving and through the process of healing, but it is a process and sometimes you have to give yourself time to be able to grieve, to process those things uh, that are, are taking place. Uh, what do you mean? Well, you know, when you go to the doctor, if you've ever had surgery, you'll find that there's something that happens with everyone that has surgery that's especially major surgery. You just don't go and have surgery and then come out the hospital the next day and resume in the same energy and the same strength that you had. 
when you go into major surgery, I never forget when I had major surgery on my ankle because I broke it in 2005 in two places. And I never forget uh, when I went in for surgery, I didn't have to stay overnight, but I never forget when I came out of surgery, they had wrapped it. There was not in a cast. They had wrapped it and they said that you cannot do anything. Don't put any pressure on it. They gave me uh, crutches and everything. And so for two weeks, for about two weeks, I couldn't do anything. And finally, I was feeling some kind of way. So I went and they said, well, no, everything's fine. Just keep doing what you're doing. I had to be serviced. They had to give me stuff. I couldn't do anything. And eventually uh, I went in. They took that thing off and then they put a cast on it. And from that, I had to wear that. Uh, for about four weeks. And so about six weeks, I was where I couldn't do anything. It was my right ankle, my driving ankle, my driving foot. So I couldn't do anything and do, uh, you know, anything at all. And so what happened was I, while I was there uh, doing that, they were giving me time to heal. Eventually when they took the cast off, I thought it was done. But even with them taking the cast off, they gave me a boot, which I had to blow and, and put the thing on and put the pressure on. And I had to learn how to walk with that walking boot and then go through therapy to stretch my foot, my ankle, so I could get it done. And even today, I still have a pin and a, a plate in my right ankle with six screws. And so I had to heal. Uh when uh, my wife had surgery, she had to come back and she could not go anywhere. She couldn't go to church anywhere. She had to heal. I remember one member had surgery and they was just so anxious to get out the house. They said, I'm, I'm going to get out and go to Walmart. And they went to Walmart and they got to the front door and found out that they had to get back in the car and go back home because there's a reason they send you home to do certain things. They want you to heal. It is important that your body will heal. It's important that you will recuperate. It's important. And you have to, in the midst of things that are going on, whether you're dealing with death or whatever, you've got to give yourself time to grieve. Don't let people push you to make you feel that you shouldn't do it, that, that you know, just rush back into it. No, you got to give yourself time to deal with what has happened, give yourself time to deal with your healing and the process of your healing. It takes time to heal from certain things. It takes time. And if you don't give yourself time to do it, uh, you know, people have you thinking you can get up and go right back in to the activity that you did before. And some people can, but most of us, it takes time. When I got through dealing with COVID-19, I have to tell you that I thought, I, in my mind, I thought I was going to be able to do the things I was doing before I went in the hospital. I felt that I was fine. I felt I was good. I came out. But then I noticed when I got home, I was still short of breath. I noticed when I got home that I, I, it, things had changed. And just those 10 days of being in the hospital, laying in that bed, it was a, a thing. My legs lost strength as far as walking. And it took me uh, from that time all the way coming toward the new year to get my lungs back. 
And even when I did my first live right after I came out the hospital just to talk, uh, you couldn't tell it, but I was hoping I could make it through just that conversation. Why? Because I was not giving myself time to heal. I wanted to get back in to preaching and doing the things I was doing and doing it the way I was doing it before I went in. But I discovered that I was not giving myself time to get over it. And then I wasn't giving myself time mentally to deal with the fact that I just came out the hospital and almost died. So I had to give myself time. You got to give yourself time. And doesn't mean that you've got to become inactive, but it means that you've got to give yourself time to grieve. If you've lost a loved one, you got to give yourself time to grieve. Give yourself time to get over that. Give yourself time. Don't rush yourself. Give yourself time to heal. Give yourself time for you to meditate, to build up, to do the things you have to do. Because if you don't, then what you're going to find is people will pressure you in. And it is possible that you could get to a place of a not a, a not so much a nervous breakdown, but get to a place where you can uh, go into a state of depression. And, and you can get depressed over the loss of that loved one, over the loss of what has happened. You, you It can really affect you. And, and, and I don't want to sound like I'm criticizing church, but sometimes church, in church, we try to make people rush through the process and we don't get it. You cannot rush through certain processes. Some things you have to deal with and you got to deal with it head on. It has to deal with the reality of something that has happened. And you've got to take time to grieve. You, you, you know, the, the grieving process is more than what we think it is. You, we, we think, okay, well, I'm going I'm to rush through this. I'm going to get over this real quick. Not really. You're not. It's not going to be as quick and you'll find yourself doing things to occupy your time but you've got to give yourself time to really grieve. Then you've got to give yourself time to really heal. Because if you don't give yourself time to heal, you'll find that you may experience worse things because you didn't give yourself time to heal. It's like uh, there's a reason. Uh, when I used to go to the doctor and he would give me antibiotics, he would say to me, I need you to take all of these. And take them for the length of time. If it was 14 days, I need you to take them every day. And I need you to take them until you've taken them all up. And so one day, I asked my doctor uh, during that time, Skolosberg, I said, why is that important to do that? What is the reason that we should take this all the way through? He said, because even though you feel better, even though you may feel fine after taking it a day or two, the whatever the antibiotic is supposed to be doing and correcting, sometimes it has not done it until you take it and make sure you finish it. Then when it's done, then you can say that you're healed. Most of the time, we're so busy rushing the process of being healed that sometimes we become bitter. We become indifferent. We become angry. Come on, y'all. We become, 
we we get upset with people quick. Uh, we have a, a short span. Uh, our uh, tolerance level is short. We do things that we like. You know, I, I can't. Uh, <laughs> hey, this is Thomas. That's me, number five. Uh, we we do things and we say, well, I can't. I, I don't know if I. No, 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 no. You got to give yourself time. If you don't give yourself time to grieve and to heal, you know, you may turn into that place of uh, bitterness, you know, and, and you're right, uh, Irvin, some people say, well, you just need to pray. Well, let me, let me say this to you. Wait until you have to deal with it. Tell me how that works by itself. I believe in the power of prayer. Don't get me wrong. But prayer alone is not the answer to your grief and your grieving. It takes a minute. Because here's the thing. When, you, when you've lost loved ones, you've got to deal with, and you ride an emotional roller coaster, you've got to deal with sometimes if, if uh, say it's a husband, then you've got to go back whether they were home in the past or wherever, you got to go back and deal with seeing the things they left, their clothes, whatever they they bought you, whatever gifts. Same thing could be with a wife. You got to deal with that. And 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 sometimes people don't uh, get rid of things real quick and they got to deal with that. And every time they look at it, it's a reminder. When they look at a picture or whatever, it's a reminder. So they have to deal with it. And you can pray about that and God can help you, but you still have to deal with it head on. You got to deal with that head on to understand that this is something I really have to deal with this grief and deal with this process of grief. And then I've got to deal with bringing myself through prayer with God to a place of healing because I've got to be healed because if I'm not healed, I, you know, there, there are things that that may just come out of me. I may lunch out at people and, 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 and with the children or whoever may say something to me and I may just go, go flip to the, to the deep end. Why? Because I, I'm not healed. And I'm not just talking about in losing uh, a loved one. It could be in a relationship uh, or whatever. If you don't give yourself time to heal, come on. You don't give yourself time to heal. Then the next person gets beat up because you didn't give yourself time to heal. You you take it out on the next individual, the next person, because you didn't give yourself time to heal. So you fighting them because you're not healed. You 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 take things over. They bleed over. You take things over. They they go over. Why? Because we've been taught that, you know, get over it right away. So my question is, and I'm a pastor, of course, why do I have to get over things so quickly? I mean, why? Besides you saying, get up and move on. I'm, I'm moving on because I get up every day. So, but why do I have to get over it so quick? What's the reason I got to get over it so quick? Give me time to grieve so I can sort of get it. Because the only thing that's going to help it besides prayer is time. Time helps us to get over things. And I want you to remember, if you don't hear anything else I say, 
Time helps us to move. If you if you if you get that, then you're gonna be able to move. But time helps us. So every day when I get up, time helps me. Time helps me to move. Time helps me to keep going. Time helps me to go on. And so I start dealing with time because when I deal with time, time helps me, uh, you know, to, to deal with that. And so what I've learned to do is to take time to deal with stuff. Uh, I said to you last week, my mother died in 2006 and I found that there are nights that I lay down and no one knows it, but I'm, I'm thinking about her and I'm crying and, and I'm not crying to wake up everyone, but tears are flowing. Same thing with my uncle. Uh, he died 2015. Here we are 2021. Still thinking about him. Still crying. Still thinking about uh, things that happen and stuff. Why? Because I moved on in a way, but there's still something there that I have to deal with. And every now and then, not, not every day. But every now and then it comes out and I have to deal with it. And so give yourself time to grieve. Give yourself time to heal, to get over some things. Don't, don't just rush it. Uh, same way physically, you don't, you don't rush and do stuff. We've tried it, but it don't work. If you've had major surgery, you just can't get up. If they open your chest up, and, and do something with your heart, and then they let you go home and in three or four days, you just don't jump up and, and go back out to the track running. You got to get you got to give yourself time to heal. You got to get you you got to get healed. And you got to get time for healing. That's why you have to go back. Watch this. That's why you have to go back to the doctor, and then they give you a diagnosis on your progress. We have to learn to diagnose the progress we're making. I'm not all the way there, but I'm better than I was. <laughs> you know, I'm better than I was. There's some people, that thing is so heavy, they don't go back to church for a minute. Uh, I had a member, i never forget, and, um, and this was uh, 2019, and uh, her brother... Uh, was uh, they they say her brother committed suicide while he was in prison, and uh, I never forget you know the day she called she was distraught, and me and my wife we went and she she was just tore up she couldn't even drive, so we drove her um, home and everything and and then uh, they had the service and everything and I I did the service, and it took her uh, maybe about two months before she could even come back to church, I think it was about two months. And I called her one day and I said, I'm just called to check on you. And she just broke down crying. She just broke down. I mean, just, just boohooing and crying. And so I said to her, I said, you know, I'm praying for you and I'm going to keep praying for you. Take your time. And I need you to grieve like you need to. Let God do what he needs to do. And then when you're ready, you, you come back. And it took her that time. And then she came back to church. And then she gradually started coming back. And then eventually she was back full time. But what if I would have been one of those to say, 
why are you still crying? You need to get over it. That's that's been a month ago. That's insensitive, especially when you haven't been through that and you don't know. See, everyone changes their tune one once they go through something. Then they change their tune and say, "Well, you know, I I I didn't know it was it was like this." Yeah, it is like that. And so, take your time. Give yourself time to grieve. Give yourself time to heal. Don't let nobody rush the process. Time takes care of some stuff. I want I want you to hear me. I said time takes care of some stuff. <laughs> I'm going to say that one more time because I need you all to get that time takes care of some stuff. And if you give it time, give yourself some time, give yourself some time. Again, you, you don't have to shut yourself off. You don't have to go and, and, you know, not fellowship, talk to people. I'm not saying that. Become inactive and no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. But give yourself time to deal with the reality of whatever it is. Be real with yourself. Be real about what it is. Deal with it and just say, I'm going to deal with this whole thing by itself. And I'm not going to act like it's not what it is. Deal with some things and deal with it in a way that it will bring you, that you will be able to help somebody else that deals with this process eventually. Because every one of us have dealt with that, that process of loss or that process of needing to be healed. Because again, when you're not healed, you say stuff that you may not mean. When you're not healed, uh, you may do stuff that you regret later. You may do stuff uh, that you... You know, you just go, you got to give yourself time. That's, that's why it's important. And I think we need to talk about this in church a little bit better. You know, besides some people may even need, um, honestly, I know people don't believe in it, but we've got some Christian counselors. Some people may need it to go into counseling uh, so they can talk to somebody. It's okay. I'm going to pray and talk to somebody. I know I'm going to talk to God, but I'm going to talk to somebody else that's trained in this so I can help get through this process of grieving. Help get through this process and get myself healed so I can uh, function, function as a, a person that's better. Because that's the only way I'm going to get to that is I got to give myself time for this. Uh, I say this and, and I'm, I'm going to pray and I'm going to be done. Uh, of course, you know, my wife just lost her sister. And of course, uh, you know, she she lost a mother in July. She lost a sister in January. So, uh, you know, in just conversating sometimes. And uh, I said to her, you got to give yourself time to. To, to grieve, give yourself time to get, get, get this through, give yourself time. Because here's the first thing I said to her was your sister was with you 62 years. You've never been without your sister, never been without her in your life. And so now you have to deal with it. And she dealt with her mother's to the extent she dealt with it. But her mother, 
the doctor had sent her mother home two years before. So you, you sort of thank God for the time you have and then you embrace or you uh, set yourself to embrace the hit that may be coming or to know what may be if he don't heal her, what's inevitable. But now in the case of a sister, that wasn't the case. She wasn't looking for, we weren't looking for none of that. So now she has to deal with that. And so my responsibility as a husband is to understand and not be insensitive during her grieving process. And that could be a whole different subject right there. Not being insensitive doing someone's grieving process. Not being insensitive. Uh, I remember when my uncle died, someone said to me, uh, they saw me online talking about him or crying or something. And uh, it was the way they said it. And I said to them, you know, oh, that's how we're going to do this. And they were like, what do you mean? I said, so you, you insensitive? And they said, oh, I didn't, I didn't mean anything. You have to learn when someone's grieving and hurting, you have to learn to be sensitive in their grieving process. Don't, don't say insensitive things because you haven't been through it. Don't say crazy stuff. Don't say stuff that would, uh, hurt them more learn to be a person that can can be sensitive to it and if you can't be sensitive just don't go around them but learn to be sensitive learn to be sensitive you know what you say and how you act and so what i've i made made myself to do i know that days this, this pandemic is going on and she said I'm, I'm going to my mother's house i need to see my sisters go right ahead uh, you know, I, I got some here to eat. Stay long as you need to stay long as you need to be there. Just, just stay right there. And because that's a part of our grieving, that's a part of our healing. And, and sometimes we need to learn. Sometimes we say the wrong stuff at the wrong time. We have no, we're not sensitive to, we're not sensitive to people. And we're not sensitive to God. We're not even sensitive to the spirit. We just say all kind of crazy stuff that don't make no sense. And people are hurting and grieving. They've lost loved ones, sons and daughters, sisters and brothers, mothers and fathers. Uh, cut that out. Learn, learn to be, you know, sensitive to people. Learn to learn to know how to deal with people. Some say, well, they did. Wouldn't have happened if they hadn't did this. That's, that's the wrong time for that. That's the wrong time to talk about what they did and all. Right now, they got to get through this process. And, and you saying the wrong stuff at the wrong time. Whatever you got to say, you can hold it to another time. It's not even necessary for you to say it. All right, yeah, you just got to learn to hush. Some of us, and I say us, so you won't feel I'm talking about you, some of us talk too much and we don't know what to say and when to say it. People are grieving. Then some people are trying to get healed and we just don't know what to say. So we just say the wrong stuff. We need to study to be quiet. Study to shut up. 
and just be quiet. All right, I'm through, y'all. I, I I wanted to come on. I, I wanted to encourage someone tonight on this check-in Monday. Uh, Pastor Green's death yesterday, uh, it brought me back to when I was in the hospital. It's a reality check for me every time I hear something like that. Because I say to myself, it could be the last time that we we talking to someone and don't even know it. So let's love each other while we've got each other. Love your husband, love your wife, love your children, hug them, put, put your, put your arms around them and love them and let them, let them know what they mean to you. Don't, don't wait to, to the something happened and then you want to make sure you on program to say stuff that they can't hear. Say it to them now. Call somebody. Text somebody. Let them know, I'm just checking on you. I I, I don't want nothing. I'm just checking on I want to make sure you're okay. That's all I want. Make sure you're all right. That goes a long ways with people, especially those that are grieving and those that are dealing with things and they're trying to get over it. Let's learn to be sensitive to one another. All right? Lord bless you. Thank you all so much. All your, your comments, let me see. I'm going to get out of here, but let me let me see. Can I add some of these to the to the broadcast, which y'all have said? And uh, so we can, so people can see y'all talking to me. <laughs> but I'm not on here talking to myself. <laughs> uh, they, would, they would think I may be talking to myself, but I'm not. I'm actually talking to, uh, to those that are here and, and uh, y'all, y'all really been helping me tonight. And uh, some of these, it's out of sync because I don't know when you said it, but we uh, are definitely uh, here. Thank y'all so much. I appreciate you for checking in with me and do me a favor. We've entered to the first month. Everybody always has a challenge. Let's make this challenge and let's, Check on one another. Let's love one another. Uh, let's let's reach out to each other and let each other know how we feel and and what's going on and and all the stuff that's going on and you know let's just do that and um, uh, I, I believe God will help us um, for doing that and uh, you know we'll be blessed. Uh, let me, all right. Thank y'all so much. Let's pray because I, I believe that it'll help us. And uh, while we're praying, um, uh, we're going to just pray. I've got another uh, pastor friend of mine. He uh, ended up with COVID-19 and he's in the hospital and, well, he's out of the hospital now, but we're praying for him and praying for his speedy recovery. So let's pray. Father, we thank you and we give your name, praise, honor, and glory. We bless you for all things, and we thank you for those that are watching, those that will watch, those that will share. I pray tonight, God, that you would heal and touch God as we give ourselves time to grieve and give ourselves time to be healed. We know that you can heal us. We know that you can bring us through the process. And God, I pray tonight that someone that may be going through this grieving process and this time of grief, I pray God, that as time would move, that you would give them resolve and that you would heal them, God, from the inside out, 
I pray that you would touch us emotionally and touch us and give us strength, give us peace, give us God calmness in our spirit. Touch us now and cause us to know that you're yet God and you're yet in control. And God, even in the midst of all of this, we have no other recourse but to trust you. And we trust you even in the midst of our grief. We trust you that we're better than we were. We trust you that you're healing us and you're touching us. I thank you for those families tonight that you're touching. We pray for uh, the Green family. We pray for Pastor Green's wife, his son. We pray for his family, Bishop Dwight Green, and we pray for his uh, siblings. We pray for his uh, church. We pray for his district. We pray for his jurisdiction. We pray, God, that you would touch them. We pray for those that are affected by the COVID-19 and by this dreaded uh, virus. God, we pray for others that are not dealing with the virus, but they're dealing with other things. We pray that you touch them tonight. We pray for healing. God, we pray tonight that you would make us sensitive to those that are dealing and in this place and put a word in our mouth that would bring about healing. Let us speak a word that's spoken in due season. Oh God, a word that fits the situation. Help us to be able to be that one that will cause and speak those words that will cause strength and cause them to be able to come back from the place that they are. God, we give you glory. We give you praise and we give you honor. We adore your name and we thank you. God, help us to love one another the way we're supposed to. Help us to love each other. Hey, God, from heart to heart and breast to breast, help us to love and help us, oh God, help us, oh God, to be a strength to each other. And we'll give you glory and we'll give you praise and we'll give you honor for it in Jesus name. Thank God. Amen. The Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. Thank you so much again for uh, joining me. Thank you so much for being a part of this on the, this evening and let's do ourselves a favor. Let's check on our loved ones. Let's check on our family. Uh, let's check on our friends. Um, let's check on people that we know. Let's just check on them and let them know we love you. And, uh, you know, that song we sing, you know, uh, I love you and that, and, uh, you can't do nothing about it. Well, that's what I feel. I love you. And there's not a thing you can do about it. I love each and every one of you. Pray for me. I'm praying for you. And I do believe I'm going to keep saying this because I believe it with all my heart, every fiber of my being. I believe that our best days are ahead of us and not behind. The Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. Please share this with somebody. Please share it. The Lord bless you and the Lord keep you is my prayer.